Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Hello and welcome to the e-commerce growth show. My name is Phil Kay, and as I'm sure you know, I run partnerships now for Segmentify, which is uh, just yeah, really exciting, great role, really privileged to, to be in it. Love speaking to um, wonderful partners out there across the globe and uh, bringing you know, great best practice to the community in, uh, in, in all the territories that, um, that, that are listening. Today, actually, I've got a special surprise for you, uh, a lady called Sarah Broad, who is um, coming out of uh, Tennessee, or I'm sure she can tell me exactly where she is in a minute, but near uh, Nashville, um, in that area of the United States, which is really great. Um, so she is one of our thought leaders, and I'm talking to her today um, all about um, what she'd call a story consultancy, which I don't know too much about, so I'm really looking forward to talk to her about that. She's, um, she's had about 12 years experience. She's worked in international nonprofits, so that'll be an interesting angle to pursue for the e-commerce side of things, but also had experience in health tech companies um, and has worked with e-commerce brands as well. And um, I, I hear that she ghost wrote a book, which I also learned today was, uh, I didn't know was something that existed. So very interesting. Anyway, hi, Sarah, how are you doing? Good, how are you, Phil? Thanks for having me. Hey, not at all, not at all. I just heard that um, it's snowing where you are, right? It is, it is. We don't, we don't always get snow in the South, um, but no. when we do, it's, you know, everything shuts down and, um, we all get excited, so. Absolutely, like everyone hopefully in the snow, like become kids again, it's great, it's great fun. It's pretty cold though in general right at the moment. I suppose we're into sort of early December now, so we've got, yeah. we're pretty cold as well. Um, yeah. We haven't any snow yet, but there might be some in the hills, so um, you never know, we might be traipsing up there with the kids and the, um, you know, what are those things called, sledges. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so as a bit of a starter, I thought I'd ask you about um, an Audi commercial. How did you manage to get to write a commercial for Audi? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, so I've been writing for a um, production company called Natus Films for about 10 years. Um, <clears throat> I've written pretty much all of their promotional videos and um, I've written promos for um, Jennifer Lawrence Foundation and Gilda's Club, which is kind of a cancer support um, nonprofit, and then some other um, more local type nonprofits. But um, yeah, they do both nonprofits and um, corporate, you know, gigs. And yeah, so I've been able to write for them for quite some time. So then when they got this, um, you know, Audi commercial, I was able to um, put put in my put in my script for it. And um, and so it's it's on um, it's like a video, you know, on a um, online commercial. So yeah. it's not on it's not on live TV, but yeah, yeah. it's um, but it's out there and uh, it was super fun to do. Oh, I bet. That sounds really cool. We'll have yeah. to look at it. Is it on YouTube, I think? Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. I'll send you a link. Yeah, no, do. Do that'd be cool. Um, okay, cool. Well, I mean, moving on to our sort of topic for today, going back to um, what you do uh, as, as your, for your kind of consultancy. 
you mentioned to me that you're a brand marketer and story consultant. Do you want to tell the guys in a nutshell what that is? Yeah. So brand marketing um, and, you know, story consultancy really go together. Um, So I use words to help people sell their products or services, whatever that may be. And, you know, the best marketing strategy revolves around telling a really good story. And so, you know, brand messaging, starting with, you know, what is your overall um, message as a brand? And then how do you sell individual products? Um, Those are separate tasks, but they all kind of um, really need to start from a place of story because that is really how we engage and connect um, the best way. So um, I'm a big advocate for um, learning how to tell your story as a brand. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I completely get that. Um, Even like every human wants to be able to connect with the story. I think purpose is very much linked to a a story, even at the granular level when you're building influence with your relationships around you and all the rest of it. It's always your story, isn't it? That connects with another human. I mean, where do you start though? I mean, we, we talked about frameworks and stuff at the beginning. Where do you start with doing this, with getting this done? Well, I mean, the the best way to start building your story is by understanding who your target audience is, and uh, and that target audience or your buyer persona or your um, ideal client avatar, whatever you want to call it, that's yeah. the hero of your story. So the biggest mistakes brands make is that they make themselves the hero of the story. Right. Um, and they just you know introduce themselves. Um, telling their own perspective and their own like here's who we are here's what we're about mm-hmm. which unfortunately puts you in direct competition with your audience because everybody that's walking around thinks they're the hero of the story mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. you know if you position your brand um, more as the guide to the hero of the story um, then mm-hmm. then your your uh, perfect client will start to see you as as a thought leader or as the guide to help them get to where they're going. So walking around with certain goals of their own and helping them achieve their goals is really how you want to position yourself. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, this plays out in humanity, right? I mean, what I'm hearing here is actually basic empathy because if i walk around going hey man i'm phil k i'm so amazing i'm so great yeah look at me look at me people don't like me you know i'm just arrogant um but the minute the minute that i actually put the other person at the center of my world and listen so into them encourage them help them all of a sudden that's where the connection comes with so really what you're doing is you're you're transferring that that kind of paradigm if you like and putting it into the product world right right yeah you know everybody knows your motives for telling a story right like if you Mm. just tell a story at the dinner table people know if you're telling it because you're trying to get glory 
or yeah. they know you're telling it if so that they can you know learn something from it or experience it or enjoy themselves you know there's yeah. you know we can read each other's motives and um and that's the yeah. it, same goes for brands yeah i know completely i mean it's kind of interesting concept probably something for another time um certainly as you're, you're a sister your sister in christ and all that um, yes but uh, you know in terms of selfishness versus selflessness um yes. but there must be an interesting area there because ultimately you know you're trying to sell something you know you're trying to get things in front of people so in a nutshell is it an authentic thing or is it a prescribed thing you know it's really it's interesting because um i i am I, my personality i have authenticity is like number one for me so yeah. you know i'm i'm honest to a fault um, and so it really, you know, marketing is often something that um, feels like lying a lot of times. Um, yeah. But really, the authenticity comes in because you're actually offering them, if you believe in your product, if you think it's a good product, you know, you're offering them a way to help them achieve their goals. So if you really understand your client yeah. uh, or your customer and you understand that they have certain problems and obstacles that they're trying to overcome mm. and um, and your and your product will help them overcome it, then yeah. you're really um, helping them. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so transformation really needs to be um, what your story is about and every good story is a transformative story yeah so um you know no, i think that makes sense. yeah yeah no it does because if you if like what you know what am i doing i work for segmentify we provide personalization solutions there's a whole catalog of reasons why we sell them to help people i you know if you like you say you believe the fact it can deliver prove that it will deliver and you're then helping the right people at the right time yeah. to engage with you. And the whole of that is authentic. The fact that you're selling something is actually immaterial. The point is, like you've just said, are you connecting with the heroes of your story yeah. in an authentic way so that they know they can make an informed decision to buy from you or not at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And, you know, understanding that sometimes your brand um, the the additional value that you bring with your brand isn't just the product, but everything else that goes with that brand. So even if it's, you know, hey, if you're attached to our brand, your, um, you know, status is improved. Um, yeah. That it's still meeting a need that they that they are. That's a perceived need that they have. And so yeah. even at its most base, you know um brands can really be um just a serving a, a way to serve your customer yeah yeah no sure well i think that is a subject that we could talk quite a lot about actually um and how mm -hmm. that interweaves with personal values and you know as i say the, the sort of whole idea of selflessness and then you know the, the the kind of end of what you're trying to do is sell and stuff quite interesting that area but anyway going back to the beginning of this so talk talk to us about frameworks, ways in which to realize this, because you mentioned frameworks earlier. T tell yeah, us a bit yeah. more. 
Well, there's de there's definitely several frameworks out there for how to write a story. And, you know, I, I was a creative writing um, major and, um, mm -hmm. and that's what I got my degree in. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's all these, you know, um, kind of templates out there for how to write a good story. And, you know, you learn the basic one in grade school, right? It's the story arc of beginning, middle and end of a yeah. story. You yeah. know, you learn that there's setting and character and then there's conflict and rising action and a climax and falling action. Um, yeah. So all these are frameworks for writing a story. And so, um, yeah. you know, basically if you're a brand that is trying to connect you really need to know what is your story arc you know what where where on that grid are you falling and what's what pieces to that story puzzle are you telling so you know obviously it starts with knowing who the hero of your story is or your main character which is your customer and then um what they want you know, everybody starts with, you know, a goal of what they want. And um, this is where, you know, this is where it gets exciting for me because then you bring in, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, this, this psychology of what people are, are trying to gain, what their needs are, you know, what their base physical needs are, and then what their emotional needs are. Mm -hmm. all the way to their philosophical and spiritual needs. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, if you understand what it is that they want and what it is that they need, then you can begin to understand what problems that they face that are keeping them from achieving those needs. Mm -hmm. And so if you can, if you can um, clarify and identify what those specific problems are, Mm -hmm. um, then you can say how your product will help them overcome those problems. Okay. And so oftentimes in sales and marketing, we call that pain points. You know, what are yeah. the pain points that you're, you're, um, you know, addressing, but mm -hmm. really in a story, it's just, what are the obstacles you're facing that mm -hmm. keep you from achieving your goals? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So how does one apply this into e-commerce retail? I, I kind of get it with a brand, say for example, a fashion brand. Yeah. What What about where it's a more commoditized brand or, or company even? I mean, you know, over over here, say AO.com. In fact, they're in America as well, right? Um, What's AO? AO World is like a massive white goods uh, electrical uh, brand. We've got eBuyer, um, one of our customers, you know, where you know, it's a it's a highly commoditized, you know, um, site in the sense that you're selling things that like computer peripherals or gaming peripherals, joysticks, consoles, very, you know, lots and lots of commoditized products. Can you yeah. apply up a framework to that environment as well as brands and stuff? Yeah. Um, can you send me a link to their site? What? Uh, AO.com. Yeah. Is that what it is? AO.com? Yeah. I can Let's see. probably share. Let's have a look if I can share. Yes. It would, so would you like to, me to do a, a bit of an audit, what I would normally do with one of my clients with this one? Or just are you asking for general? 
Um, no, if I can get to AO.com on here, um, I can probably share it. On this page, they're not really telling a big story, except, you know, mm -hmm. we do see, okay, so the first thing that we see, we look for is, yeah. um, you know, what it is you're selling. So, you know, that that's part of the story. Um, if we go back to, you know, talking about framework, um, yeah. when you write your story, you know, part of it is like knowing who your audience is and then understanding what they want and then yeah. clarifying their pain points. And then the next piece is, you know, mm -hmm. bringing your authority. So um, who are you and why should we care about what you offer? And then, um, you know, what what it is that you offer? What is your plan? And so mm -hmm. being very clear about your plan is ideal. So what I would say is it's very clear what they're selling. Yeah. So it's not a problem. Um, it's, you know, obviously the tech, you know, tech products. Um, and, you know, even with the fancy, you know, hundred pounds off, um, yeah. that is, you know, that's clearly speaking to a British audience. Um, so, you know, I would immediately know that that's not necessarily for me because we don't, I don't work in pounds and we don't say fancy over here, um, in the same way. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I, they have a US facing site. Yeah, I want, you know what? Let's, let's look slash US. Com. Yeah. Probably gonna be wrong. Yeah, no. No. Well, I don't know whether they've got one, but. Yeah. So, well, um, I mean, what I know about AO.com is that they are pretty slick operation, but they are very um, price driven. You know, they're very, very, I mean, we've literally just bought a fridge freezer for, Next, not I wouldn't say next to nothing, but I mean, pretty, pretty incredible price. Okay, um, is that what they're known for? Yeah, slick, okay. slick very cost effective. Yeah, so, definitely. So I would say if if you already have that brand um, concept, you know, they've done a good job previously of building that brand identities and that brand story. Um, so, you know, I don't want to like tear up their current website because, you know, yeah. they've gone to the next level of, you know, because you know, their brand so well, then they yeah. don't have to speak as loudly with that. But what well, I would yeah. say is there's not a lot of story that's happening here. Um, no. that tells me what their life is going to be like after they use their products. So, yeah. you know, part of telling a good story is giving that, um, giving what your life will look like afterwards. So, yeah, you know, I would say the one thing that they could have done on this page that would just really make things, um, yeah. you know, storyfied as, as we'd call it, would be to have an image of a happy mm. customer with their product. You know, so 
instead of just taking a picture of, you know, mm -hmm. the washing machine or the computer, you know, putting all these in a scene with a happy person. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, that images yeah. are images really tell a lot of story as well. So, um, but no, yeah, so, right. I mean, that's basically how I would go through, but I have like an audit that I usually yeah, yeah. go through and, um, you know, they don't have a lot of um, problems with where to click, you know, so yeah. you know exactly what they're asking you to do. And yeah. they have a lot of great spaces where, you know, it's telling you what, what you can do. So, yeah. you know, the yeah. shop now button or the basket, um, the track order, the search, yeah. you know, all those are leading me down a yeah. customer journey or the hero's journey to make a purchase. Now it doesn't really tell me what my life will be like after I make that purchase, which right. I think is what's lacking here. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. You mentioned that because obviously we, we bang on about customer lifetime value every day of the week, you know, in, in our game um, in yep. terms of customization and how it's all about getting a repeat, a repeat customer retention, win back, um, getting them to purchase, you know, more often um, than yeah. they would have with a, a lesser time scale in between or contributing to an enhanced customer lifetime value. So I think this is what I was saying about, you know, when you're in a highly commoditized world, I wonder if it's quite difficult. And in a way, you know, when you're AO.com or <clears throat> eBuyer or whatever, you've got to make that immediate experience so powerful, yeah, whether it is price driven or ease of finding the product. Um, are you leaning more heavily on those elements as opposed to creating a story or is there room, like you're saying, to add that element in as well to create even more differentiation? Sounds like the answer is yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at um, like Walmart in the US, you know, yeah. they're, you know, they're real uh, price driven model, but it's, you know, they have their tagline everywhere yeah. where, you know, yeah. um, you know, buy more for less or whatever yeah. their tagline may be, you know, and yeah. so yeah. in in this, you know, a lot of times with e-commerce, people try to, you know, build build a marketing plan using lots of paid media and, you know, yeah. Yeah. segmenting their audiences and things like that. But really mm. the core is, is that website converting and what yeah. rate is that website converting at? Yeah. And I would say if you look at your rate and it's not higher than the average, then you, you have a lot of work to do before you get into those, that, yeah. um, that deeper strategy. And so, yeah, like, you know, as a first time person going to that AO site, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if these are good prices, if this is like high quality um, product for less, um, you know, because yeah. that's meeting some really basic needs that I have, you know, um, yeah. you know, I, I just want to keep going with my life. You know, I want to have yeah. the bar use. I want to have my friends over. Yeah. I want to, you yeah. know, teach my kids that, you know, help them with their homework at the kitchen table. Um, yeah. you know, all those things that I need to do to have a fulfilling life, mm. you know, mm. can be supported 
with the products of AO, but they're not telling yeah. me that story. They're just showing me that they have products and they, you know, are running a yeah. sale. So I would yeah. say, you know, really ramping up that concept of mm. what does my life look like after I use your products? That's, yeah. that's what yeah. I feel like is missing there. Yeah, no, that's really great. I mean, obviously we can go into more detail if anybody out there wants to have a chat to Sarah about the framework or get an audit because like, do you do you do a kind of like a almost like a free teaser audit to actually you know yeah, yeah i actually use a, um an audit you know form that i go through and just yeah. talk about clarifying your message and making sure your story is connecting yeah. with your audience yeah. and um, yeah that's awesome so on that note then i mean if people if people want to engage with you have a quick chat I mean, um, how, what's the best way for them to get hold of you and have one of these audits? Um, so I'm at brocreative.com. So it's B-R-A-U-D creative.com. Yeah. And um, just on that front page, I have a, you know, you can schedule a call with me or you can um, get a free audit, get a free website um, yeah. review. So you just click on that free website review yeah. and, um and it'll send you a link to my scheduler and we can set up a time to talk and go through and even yeah. give your your uh, your site a score, you know, clarity and connection score that really is based on a storytelling framework. Yeah, no, it sounds really cool. I, I think it's, it's great that you can lean on, you know, actual writing, you know, authoring, ghost writing. I mean, you are a writer and you've transferred yeah. that skill set into business into yeah. brand brand marketing. So I think it's quite quite a strong skill set to bring to the table. So um, yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, I really encourage people to have a chat to you because I think it could bring, really bring a different edge to their their kind of, well, for want of a better word, go-to-market strategy, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, like um, even yeah, that's, that's really interesting. You know, um, PG, um, uh, I know you guys have products like PG Tips and things like that, like Procter & Gamble yeah. here. Um, use this same storytelling framework on their website and actually quadrupled their sales. Really? So it it can be used for e-commerce and um, real commoditized yeah. products. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, talking about PG Tips, I mean, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a famous actor and a kind of a, a woolen kind of character thing. Yeah. Um, and they they... And they grew uh, kind of almost like a serialized story out of the adverts. Mm. Um, similarly, with like you know all the all those day all those years ago when in, in in the UK maybe I don't know with you as well in the US the Nescafe adverts where it was like a story that went from one to the other. But yeah. as a, you know what I mean. But as a branding tool, it I'm still talking about it now, so it must have worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, not, that I drink, absolutely. not that I drink granules, of course, right? But um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it's no, no. No, you're it's totally right. that, that story storytelling really ignites the emotions and we buy through our emotions. We don't yeah. necessarily buy the best products. Um, no. we buy the the products that we can connect with and, and they make yeah. easy to get. And yeah. so making yeah. making your um, you know that that whole journey of buying an easy journey and super simple that's really um, the key 
as well. And and telling a, a clear story makes mm -hmm. that easy. Totally, totally. Well, look, um, just as a sort of a final question for you, um, yeah. not, not to put you on the spot again, because obviously we did AO.com AO on the spot. It did very, very well, though, I thought. Um, but uh, yeah, so pull something out of the vaults of Sarah Broad. Um, sorry for saying okay. broad at the beginning. It's Broad, right? Sarah Broad. Um, okay. yeah, pull, yeah. Something out of, pull something out of the vaults of your life experience or business experience or writing skill and give the listeners and viewers one golden nugget to take away from this um, amazing conversation we've had. Well, I think your um, story can be boiled down into your elevator pitch or your one-liner. And yeah. so I would say, you know, if you can, if you can tell the three parts of your story or your, um, your one-liner, um, yeah. which is um, the problem you're solving, mm -hmm. uh, the solution that you're offering that problem or the products mm -hmm. or stuff or services that you're offering to solve that problem and the results of using yeah. your product. Um, and so if you can boil it down to those three points, you've yeah. got your start, you're well on your way to telling the best brand story that you have. So that's your one liner, you know? So okay, cool. for me, I help brands, you know, companies, most companies really struggle in communicating their, yeah their message clearly uh, and um, in a way that is compelling. And mm -hmm. I offer brand marketing and story consultancy so that brands can create clarity, uh, spark interaction and um, ignite their businesses. So yeah. that's my liner. Okay. And cool. that has all, all three of those elements. Okay, cool. So the three elements, again, the, you've got a problem, you've identified the problem, you know the solution yep. and you know the result of solving the solution. That's yeah? correct. Okay, awesome. And obviously yeah. the customer is the hero. Let's not forget that. Absolutely, that's, that's number one. Yeah, I love that, I love that. I'm gonna take that away, I'm afraid. That's that's a bit of consultancy for me, lovely job. Good, good. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be in touch anyway. But- um, Take it on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, guys, I hope um, you enjoyed that um, that chat with Sarah. Um, it just remains for me to say, um, if you want to keep abreast of all the vlogs and podcasts and stuff that we um, that we send out, do go to um, segmentify.com forward slash egs. Um, if you haven't done already, you can sign up there. You can access everything that comes out, including Sarah's um, vlog today. Um, and uh, you know, if you want to be on the show or you want to get in touch or you've got any questions or anything like that, just give me a shout anytime, phil at segmentify.com. But uh, thank you, Sarah, so much again for the lovely chat. Thank you for having me, Phil. Not at all. And we look forward to um, seeing you all again soon.